My name is Zakira, and you are listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. I am a brand cultivating strategist, a cancer survivor, and a camera saved my life. In this podcast, we'll be sharing stories of the various connections that I have as a professional photographer, featuring women that I admire. And lo and behold, you never know, I may interview some of my favorite men. So in this in this podcast, you will learn about professionalism, you'll learn about business, you'll learn about travel, as well as how to deal with the highs and lows of life. And now it's my turn to teach you and inspire you to step outside of your country zone. Leah Masterson is an entertainment consultant and new business development entrepreneur. She formed Master Music Enterprise in Atlanta, Georgia to be able to help independent artists to gain knowledge to help them succeed in the music industry as leaders and team players. As of May 2019, Leah is studying to attain a JD or Juris Doctor degree at the Charleston School of Law. She had previously received education at Butler University in audio recording and pre-law, as well as Tisch School of the Arts in New York City to study film and TV. While she was in New York, she was able to intern and work at MTV, Warner Music Group, and the Entertainment Law Offices of Greenberg Troy. Then she moved to LA to work at Universal Music Group as a paralegal, where she worked closely in the VP of Business and Legal Affairs, so she worked with the royalties a lot. Then she took all this knowledge and started her own business um, as soon as she was 25 years old. We met in Atlanta at the Brand Factory Atlanta. We'll talk more about that in the podcast. We just ended up really having a great conversation about our experiences in the music industry. You'll learn just how small the world is in the music industry, but also how treacherous it can be. So how much you really have to look out for all the snakes. We also mentioned key people that helped us to basically connect the dots in our lives, which definitely include Calvin Evans and K.K. Smith of K.K. Smith Hair, who both of our hairstylists. And then, of course, how we kind of reconnected again during A3C. For those of you who do not know part of my Atlanta music industry background, I had two years of photographing on the team of A3C. But while I was in Atlanta, I also had the opportunity to photograph the Music Midtown Festival. So a lot of it was through great connections that I was able to photograph for, you know, magazines and submit my work through other independent sources. So in this podcast, she would talk about what she learned the most, how support system helped her once she really got started in the entrepreneur journey, or once she was not working in the corporate world, once she moved to Atlanta, why she chose to move back home to Charleston, how she's juggling being a parent and studying for law school, why she really started Master Music Enterprises, which, yeah, if you can pick up on it, it has it aligned with her last name. And we just kind of bond over, you know, being women in the industry, in the music industry, and how difficult it can be. Like, I'm glad that, I'm personally glad there are more and more documentaries being made and more and more biographies being made that showcase what it's like in the music industry. So this episode is good for all of those who love music but don't really know behind the scenes. This episode is sponsored by Airbnb. Stay tuned for a short message. Do you want to travel to places like Indiana for the Indianapolis 500, the City of Angels, also known as Los Angeles, 
Atlanta, known for the many music festivals such as A3C, One Music Festival, and Music Midtown, Nashville, aka Music City, or even The Big Apple, then stay with Airbnb. I use Airbnb every time my husband and I travel. I even used it solo on my trip to South Africa. I love being able to save money and immerse in a new city like a local. You can choose your accommodation preferences. I almost always choose extended stay styles similar to hotels with fridge, microwave, my own bathroom, and my own bedroom. Take advantage of an authentic Airbnb experience. Through this opportunity, you get to visit the best of the best, and that can include a combination of a walking tour, restaurants, and lots, lots more. Use my code to get $40 off of your first day, or $15 toward any experience. Visit airbnb.com forward slash C forward slash Z-N-A-Y-Y-A-R. Hi, Leah. Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Pretty good. It's uh, been wild. I've been studying for law final, so like I'm kind of all over the place right now. So I apologize. <laughs> I get it. So I wanted to um, before I have you introduce yourself because we know each other, but not everybody knows how we know each other. But Very I wanted true. to share a story that kind of aligns with how we know each other. Okay, so there's this there's this photography, videography, recording studio in Atlanta, Brand Factory, right? Now, yes. I just moved from the Washington, D.C. area, and I thought I wanted to be in Atlanta. So I was still living in Tennessee, but I was making that drive to Atlanta, staying with my sister, you know, crashing on her in her guest bedroom. So I went to this one magazine called Jezebel Magazine. I had an interview there one day. And then I think uh, like day 24 hours, 36, 48 hours before I had that interview, I found out about Brand Factory Online, and I asked to do an interview there. Calvin Evans was like, come on in. We'll be at the studio all day. So funny story. Uh, I, you know, I got to Jezebel Magazine, showed them my portfolio. Like, eh, we need to see more work. Okay. Took my portfolio over to Brand Factory Magazine. I, I love this. I love this. This is amazing. Where have you been? <laughs> and, and Leah happened to be there. You were there, I think, I'm trying to think which, which, whether it was just a photo shoot or just a recording session with one of your artists, but you were there, and Calvin just introduced me to everyone who was there that day, and mm-hmm. that was, what, four or five years ago, and here we are today. It goes by so quick, right? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Calvin's a, a wonderful soul. I tell you, he just opens his arms to everybody and he sees the beauty in everyone and you know it's everyone has creative beauty you know and Calvin was the one that saw in all of us and and a blessing I've met so many people you know at the brand factory and you know and we all still talk you know we're talking today me and you so it's 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 beautiful yeah yeah. Okay. So I did briefly mention. They're probably not wondering, like, what does she mean? She has all it is. What is so? Let's just let's just run down your history. What do you do? Who is Leah? Okay. Well, at that time, I was in the music industry, probably full force as an entrepreneur at the brand factory, and I originally started with Calvin, and we worked a lot with photo shoots and things of the sort. And then Fran Lover was in the recording studio. And so I also helped in that aspect uh, because before the brand factory, I worked at the record labels. Um, so I was just managing a bunch of artists at the time, and I was just finding a studio that I could just 
dive right into and like like you just mentioned the brand factory they were just like with open arms and it just created its own monster from there so we all did various hats so I was in the photography the video the the audio recording it was just everything but on a daily basis always something new <laughs> yeah yeah never a dull moment <laughs> so what you, you said final but what are you doing now what are you studying for now so now I am in law school. I So the past 10 years, I've been working in the music sector, mostly in business legal affairs. And, you know, it was just like, it's just time for me to just take the next step and become an attorney and just do more than what I could because I was only limited to just so much I could do. And I just felt like it was God's time for me now that I'm older to just, you know, just buckle down and just you know, just put my mind to work and do what it's meant to do. And I'm in my second year of law school and it's going great, going for constitutional law. I might still dabble in entertainment. I can't get away from the entertainment, but um, I really want to fight for, you know, just people's rights here in America. Uh, just all the stuff, the crazy stuff that's been happening in the last few years. Um, you know, I just felt like that was what I could do to make a change. Nice, nice. So how many more years do you have? One more year. Okay. okay. Very nice. Yep. I'm still a newbie, but still not. So I'm in the middle stage. So, but man, it's wild right now. Uh, but it's worth it. I'm being positive. <laughs> so how do you um how do you manage it? So you you wear a lot of hats right now. So you're you're a student. You're still an entrepreneur, and you have a daughter. Yes. Yes, I do. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It. You know. Um, my mom always told me, God cannot give you things that you cannot handle. Um, so my first year of law school, I ended up uh, pregnant. And I just used this as an opportunity just to use this as an inspiration, you know, um, not be uh, downtrodden of ever anything. Um, uh, so it just motivated me more to finish school. So the whole first year of law school, I was pregnant. Um, and now I'm in my second year and my baby girl is six months old and still going strong. You know, I have a great support system and, you know, I also have a, her eyes staring at me. So it's like, you know, I can't give up now. I'm already too deep in. So, uh, but it, you, you just learn to do work-life balance. You know, I just have my family here and stuff. So it's just been working out. So what do you think, aside from a support system, what do you think has helped you doing the difficult times, you know, because it can get difficult to manage day to day. I think just being an entrepreneur alone, <laughs> just all the stuff that you go through, you know, like just when you finally decide to leave a well-paying career and just fight to figure out how you're going to pay your bills or survive and the, the learning opportunities that come out of it. I think that prepares you for a lot of things in life. And I really think that me having a long career of me traveling everywhere and just going through the grind from the bottom all the way to the top, it, it just really, it, you know, this was nothing. It was nothing. So I was like, you know what? I could do this. I've done so much over the years. This ain't going to be nothing. And this is going to be something else I'll say this builds character and makes you even stronger you know everything that gets thrown at you um you just take it with stride 
and you know just you, you got to just change your mindset into positivity and just see it as a lesson and a blessing mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely um so you mentioned traveling now where have you traveled to so i went to butler university in indianapolis and got my undergrad and as soon as i graduated i went straight to new york city because i just needed to get out of the midwest um, i went to music uh, for music business and pre-law um, and i did internships in in at, um, new york city and went to nyu for a semester so i already kind of had like my foot in the door over in new york um, so i was there for a bit and then Two years later, I decided to move to LA and just see what LA had for me. And I got an amazing job at Warner. Uh, no, this was Universal. I was at Universal um, and I was in the business of legal affairs. So I worked there for a while and was in Hollywood and got to experience all that. And I just felt like I just really experienced everything I need to experience. I, I worked for top companies in New York, I was at MTV and Warner Music Group. Um, and I was just like, you know, I worked for all these already known people. I want to see what it's like to help educate independent artists to see if, you know, I could just train them to understand the business side of it so that they could effectively get signed to a label. Uh, because after working in the royalties department, I just saw a lot of artists are getting ripped off the terrible contracts uh you know they don't even know that they're accountants and everyone's taking all their money and they're only making they have all these top singles on the radio and they're only making like pennies on the dollar so i just decided to just leave everything and go to atlanta and just become an entrepreneur and see what would happen you know i didn't know anyone there uh I just knew that it was, Atlanta was starting to become a really big poppin' city, so I just said, you know, let's go, and and then after a few years, I decided to go to law school, and I decided to go to Charleston, because I'm originally from Charleston, I was born here, so my family's here, so it just made sense, so that's a little rundown of where I was so far, <laughs> who knows where I'm going to go next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. So. Now, what would you say you learned the most from starting out in the entrepreneur journey in Atlanta? It was, it was different. Um, a huge, I, I think first and foremost, the huge change was, you know, I've been in these big diversified cities, you know, New York and LA. And one, I want to be honest, one of the main things that, I was kind of taken aback was um, coming down to the South. It, it, it was very different, a very different culture. Um, a lot of people are still, I feel, separated down here still. Um, so, but I just broke through the barriers, you know. It was just like, I'm, I'm just so used to being around diversity. Uh, so it was just like, well, let's see what happens, you know, let's see how this goes. And, you know, hip hop, of course, is the main music genre in Atlanta. So I went from pop and all that stuff to, you know, I got to learn about hip hop. So I had all these mentors that taught me about, 
you know, how the hip hop industry was. So I was just at the ground with everyone just learning about the whole scene and what goes on and just actually getting to talk with everyone I could and just hearing everyone's experiences. And, you know, you just get really personal with people. And I feel like that's how you got to learn about stuff is you got to just like get deep and dirty with it. And I mean, I, I love Atlanta just because that was the first city I got to just just hit the ground running and just go where all the independent artists were going and where the first time they go into the studio up to now, all the artists that I've worked with, gosh, it's been like probably six, seven years now and they're doing great. And it's just amazing how you just learn so much in that process. It, 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 it takes a lot of time. It's very stressful, but if you have that passion for it, and stick with it golly it's it's very rewarding mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so but you also have um you have native american in your blood right yes from my dad's side yep so <laughs> yep that and irish irish and native american mm-hmm. so so it's like you know i feel like you did in a way blend in because you're not a jew <laughs> right. so, so, yeah. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah. You just got to be, you know, just, you just got to just be yourself. You know what I'm saying? You know, and just be yourself. And it all starts with just a conversation. You know, hi, how are you? You know, just, you know, it's so simple. It's so simple. Right. And not just starting off with, um, hey, what's your rate? So, hey, let's network or, hey, you know let's collab, whatever it is, go down in the DM of, you know, not having a conversation, but I want to know how you can help me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's all, yeah, that's very true. A lot of people are just, yeah, you're very, you're true. Yeah. That happens a lot. That's happened a lot over the years. (laughs) Like they won't even like introduce themselves and be like, Hey, uh, I heard about you. What could you do for me? I'll make you a lot of money if you, you know, if you help me for free, no, no, you got to come at me correct and professional. You know, I'm, I might be a nice person, but I'm not going to be taken advantage of. And I think that is a good thing for every entrepreneur out there is recognize your worth. And there's going to be people that would take advantage of you being an entrepreneur or just starting out. And you just really need to set boundaries, boundaries with people and let them know, Hey, if you really, want to work with me, you got to come at me correct and professional because this is, I'm a professional, especially women, I'm a professional woman. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing the things that we, I'm sure you have as well came across and whoo, I tell you. Yeah. That's the hard part about the music industry. Now, what would you say? um, What would you say other than, you know, obviously being professional and knowing where your money's going, what other things do you think would be important for those who are just starting out in the music industry to know? Oh, goodness. First and foremost, don't sign nothing you do not understand. And, you know, I've come across people that had terrible contracts, you know, just signing things. No, you, you got to understand what you're signing. Um, and that's where I started to mentor a lot of artists 
onto protecting themselves because there would also be ways where artists would get ripped off and they wouldn't find nothing. And then all of a sudden they heard their song on the radio because someone stole it because they just was handing out their music freely and they didn't have their music registered or any of the sorts and lost all their royalties. Um, so first and foremost, don't sign anything unless you fully understand it. And second, if you're giving out music, you got to have that registered or have people sign confidentiality agreements. So if by chance they do use your music or your photograph or your songs or your poetry or art or anything of the sort, you will have legal grounds, you know, to take them for copyright infringement because you have that documentation that proves that this is your original work and you can't have people taking advantage of you. And I think those were the one of the two main things I saw. And that's where it was just like, I need to go to law school because this law stuff, I tell you, you really need to have a clear understanding of it when you're in the entertainment industry. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So where do you want, where do you see yourself uh, going once you finish law school? You know, I still, I still have a love for Atlanta. I do. I miss Atlanta, you know. I mean, I love being here. My family's here. Um, you know, I'm by the ocean. But I think when it just comes to uh, – Atlanta's just such a growing city and so much opportunity. And I already done the New York and L.A. thing. I'm just I'm, – I feel like I'm getting too old for that. But I think Atlanta's a good – I always called Atlanta like a city country. You know, it's the country and the city all in one. And I just love that place. So it's – I was thinking, you know, maybe practicing law here in South Carolina and Georgia. And, you know, I have some family out in Montana, maybe out there. I just want to be in peaceful places, you know. So I think that's what, what I'm planning to do at this time. But like I said, we'll see. But definitely Atlanta. I need to come back. <laughs> Well, hey, what about Nashville? You get the best of both worlds. I mean, that's true. That's true. I keep forgetting about Nashville. Uh, you know, KK's out there, too, you know, so. Shout out to yeah. our hairstylist. That's how I actually, I also met her through you, so. Yep, yeah, she's she's wonderful. Golly, I miss her, too. So, yeah, I need, I need to just visit Nashville, too. Oof. Yeah, bring <laughs> <for> your baby. <laughs> right? <laughs> So now why you touched on it a little bit. You said you wanted to um, see how you can help and be a part of the independent music industry. But why else did you really start Master Music Enterprise? It, like when I left the label, I just, like I said, people were just getting ripped off. And, and I just feel like one of the things that I just always felt was my place on this earth was just to help people understand things that they can't see for themselves and I always had a knack for law and business and so I was just trying to think of ways to like put that together and just seeing people getting ripped off at the record labels I, I, I just decided to start Mash Music Enterprise just off of a whim just to I just started it as like a, a website just to see what would come out of it I didn't really think anything of it like I just originally just posted like artists of the week and um, like music tip of the day, you know, so it was just like little like tidbits of I was just giving people information about the industry if anyone even cared, you know, and 
it was just so crazy how artists started coming to me asking to get managed and I never really managed anyone before but I mean I was like well I could teach you about the industry and we could see what would happen you know and it, it just took its own monster and you know I just helped people just whenever they did their lyrics I would be like all right well let's copyright this let's register this let's do ASCAP BMI you know so it was just those little steps that we just started taking and then we started going to the studio and then you know we just started going to the brand factory and you know various studios and just just being entrenched in there and it just went from managing all these artists to by the time I left Atlanta I did a huge showcase at A3C festival I had my own showcase with Zaytoven and the Dungeon family mm-hmm. and you know it just it was just an amazing amazing just looking back and see where I started and like how crazy it got all the way at the end just you know just getting everyone together and network together and I just love connecting people with the right people and um it was it was amazing it was beautiful it was beautiful mm-hmm. yeah you're definitely good at connecting the dots um matchmaking for business people I think that's what right you- <laughs> right yeah it's just like that's what you got to do sometimes you know because I, I that's another tip I want to tell entrepreneurs you know and you know this too um you know it's not about yourself you know if it, it, it's it's not about yourself and once you show that you're not working with people to say oh I want to see what I can get out of this I want to see what money I can make you know no it's, it's what connection you're going to make because you never know 10 10 years down the line, you're going to need to call that person because like, for instance, you know, like people that you would either help with photography or something like that. Oh, I have a huge deal for you. You know, where, you know, someone was asking me for a photographer and there's someone that has like 10,000 grand they want to spend right now, you know, you know, so you always have to look for things that make sense. Because it's not about you making money, it's about everyone making money because people always remember how you made them feel. But if you come in and say, oh, it's just about me, 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 and people see that you're greedy and selfish, no one's going to call you 10 years from now. They're, they're going to go to someone else and give you someone else type of business, you know? So um, it's always about, you know, watch whose feet you step on while you're climbing to the top because that's the butt you're going to have to kiss when you're going right back down. So I I feel like that's what entrepreneurs really need to learn because, you know, you can't be stepping on people's toes because it's not worth it in the end. Mm -mm. Yeah, no, especially as an artist who's just starting out, because I feel like a lot of them um, just look at, they they, they got ton of it, which is good in a way. They just look at, okay, the Grammy, the Billboard Award, this hip-hop awards okay but you gotta you know you gotta get there do you not see how everybody that's why people have entourages when they get to those people have to cut them off because they gotta thank all these people you know but yeah I, i tell you those type of artists oh i remember um one artist recorded a song for the first time okay first time he was ever in the studio he got a single it wasn't even mixed and mastered yet leah when am I going to start making money? Oh, I just put my hand. Uh, I was like, are you serious? You really think because you just got something recorded, you're going to start making money? I was like, you have a lot to learn, my dear. It's not that easy. It is not that easy. 
And that's how you separate people that are very passionate about what they do. Um, so when it came to an artist that acted like that and they were very rude and wanted money or whatever and didn't understand the concept of hard work and they wanted things handed to them, I, I quit working with them. It was very simple and easy. But the ones that actually wanted to learn and grow and understand the business, they're doing great right now. So, you know, you just, but yeah, I, I know people, people just want instant gratification and that's, that's not going to get you nowhere. <laughs> nope, not at all. All right. So where can we find you on the web? How can, how can we contact you? Let's see. Um, well, I guess right now, I mean, I guess I still have my Mesh Music Enterprise up, but now that I'm in law school, I really haven't been touching it. Um, but people could follow me on Facebook at Mesh Music Enterprise. So I still have my Facebook up at this time. Um, my business line. Oh, I have to follow you on Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah, I have Instagram, Master Music ENT. Um, so that's my Instagram account. Um, but like I said, it's kind of idle at this time. Um, I might, I actually posted a legal thing. Uh, I think it was like last month. Um, so I think I'm going to start switching it over to just legal stuff. Uh, just giving people like legal tips and stuff that I could do. Um, yeah. So those are the only two things I have right now. Um, my business line is still on, and that is my phone line. It's 404-532-9993. So that's my actual uh, Mash Music Enterprise business. Um, you know, so if someone needs any help with contract confidentiality agreements, I could just draw them up for them, you know, for a fee. Or if they need any negotiation, say that they're speaking with someone, like an independent label or like a management contract and need someone to look over it. You know, it's all about just making sure you don't get screwed over. Um, so yeah, right now I just do just strictly legal, but if you do have someone that I could refer you to like management or if you're looking for something, I could definitely show them to the right people. You know, if I can't help them, I'll make sure that they go to someone that can. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for your time, Leah. Thank you so much, Akira. I really appreciate it. You can find Leah Matheson on Instagram at MasterMusicENT, as well as on Twitter at MasterMusicENT. And you can also call or text her business line with any legal questions that you have or any legal services that you need by contacting 404-532-9993. Thank you for listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraNayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com. Do you have any suggestions on a topic you want to be talked about? Send me an email or leave them in a review. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends.